40 Verses on Reality by Ramana Maharshi Invocation If reality did not exist, could there be any knowledge of existence? Free from all thoughts, reality abides in the heart, the source of all thoughts. It is therefore called the heart. How then is one to contemplate it? To be as it is in the heart is its contemplation. Those who know intense fear of death seek refuge only at the feet of the Lord who has neither death nor birth. dead to themselves and their possessions. Can the thought of death occur to them again? Deathless are they. From our perception of the world, there follows acceptance of a unique first principle, possessing various powers, pictures of name and form, the person who sees, the screen on which they see, and the light by which they see. They themselves are all of these. All religions postulate the three fundamentals, the world, the soul, and God. But it is only the one reality that manifests itself as these three. One can say 
The three are really three, only so long as the ego lasts. Therefore, to inhere in one's own being, where the I or ego is dead, is the perfect state. The world is real. No, it is a mere illusory appearance. The world is conscious. No, the world is happiness. No. What use is it to argue thus? That state is agreeable to all, wherein having given up the objective outlook, one knows oneself and loses all notions either of unity or duality of oneself and the ego. If one has form oneself, the world and God also will appear to have form. But if one is formless, who is it that sees those forms and how? Without the eye, can any object be seen? The seeing self is the eye. And that eye is the eye of infinity. The body is a form composed of the fivefold sheath. Therefore, all the five sheaths are implied in the term body. Apart from the body, does the world exist? Has anyone seen the world without the body? The world is nothing more than an embodiment of the objects perceived by the five sense organs. Since, through these five sense organs, a single mind perceives the world, 
The world is nothing but the mind. Apart from the mind, can there be a world? Although the world and knowledge thereof rise and set together, it is by knowledge alone that the world is made apparent. That perfection, wherein the world and knowledge thereof rise and set, and which shines without rising and setting, is alone the reality. Under whatever name and form one may worship the absolute reality, it is only a means for realising it without name and form. That alone is true realisation, wherein one knows oneself in relation to that reality, attains peace, and realises one's identity with it. The duality of subject and object and trinity of seer, sight and seen can exist only if supported by the one. If one turns inward in search of that one reality, they fall away. Those who see this are those who see wisdom. They are never in doubt. Ordinary knowledge is always accompanied by ignorance, and ignorance by knowledge. The only true knowledge is that by which one knows the self through inquiring whose is the knowledge and ignorance. Is it not, rather, ignorance to know all else without knowing oneself, the knower? 
as soon as one knows the self, which is the substratum of knowledge and ignorance. Knowledge and ignorance perish. That alone is true knowledge, which is neither knowledge nor ignorance. What is known is not true knowledge. Since the self shines with nothing else to know or to make known, it alone is knowledge. It is not a void. The self, which is knowledge, is the only reality. Knowledge of multiplicity is false knowledge. This false knowledge, which is really ignorance, cannot exist apart from the self, which is knowledge reality. The variety of gold ornaments is unreal, since none of them can exist without the gold of which they are all made. If the first person, I, exists, then the second and third persons, you and he, will also exist. By inquiring into the nature of the I, the I perishes. With it, you and he also perish the resultant state which shines as absolute being is one's own natural state, the self. With reference to the present, can the past and the future exist? They too, while current, are the present. To try to determine the nature of the past and the future while ignoring the present is like trying to count without the unit.
depart from us, where is time and where is space? If we are bodies, we are involved in time and space. But are we? We are one and identical now, then and forever, here and everywhere. Therefore, we, timeless and spaceless being, alone are. To those who have not realised the self, as well as to those who have, the word I refers to the body, but with this difference, that for those who have not realised, the I is confined to the body, whereas for those who have realised the self, Within the body, the eye shines as the limitless self. To those who have not realised the self, as well as to those who have, the world is real. But to those who have not realised, truth is adapted to the measure of the world. Whereas to those that have, truth shines as the formless perfection and as a substratum of the world. This is the difference between them. who have no knowledge of the source of destiny and free will dispute as to which of them prevails they that know the self as the one source of destiny and free will are free from both will they again get entangled in them
one who sees God without seeing the self sees only a mental image. They say that one who sees the self sees God. One who having completely lost the ego sees the self has found God because the self does not exist apart from God. What is the truth of the scriptures which declare that if one sees the self, one sees God? How can one see oneself? If, since one is a single being, one cannot see oneself, how can one see God? only by becoming a prey to that. The divine gives light to the mind and shines within it except by turning the mind inward and fixing it in the divine, there is no other way to know it through the mind. The body does not say I. No one will argue that even in deep sleep, the I ceases to exist. Once the I emerges, all else emerges. With a keen mind, inquire whence this I emerges. This inert body does not say I. Reality consciousness does not emerge. Between the two and limited to the measure of the body, something emerges as I. It is this that is known as the knot between the conscious and the inert, and also as bondage, soul, subtle body, ego, samsara, 
mind and so forth. It comes into being, equipped with a form, and as long as it retains a form, it endures. Having a form, it feeds and grows big. But if you investigate it, this evil spirit, which has no form of its own, relinquishes its grip on form and takes to flight. If the ego is, everything else also is. If the ego is not, Nothing else is. Indeed, the ego is all. Therefore, the inquiry as to what this ego is, is the only way of giving up everything. The state of non-emergence of I is a state of being that. Without questing for that state of the non-emergence of I and attaining it, how can one accomplish one's own extinction, from which the I does not revive? Without that attainment, how is it possible to abide in one's true state, where one is that? Just as a man would dive in order to get something that has fallen into the water, so one should dive into oneself with a keen, one-pointed mind, controlling speech and breath, and find the place whence the eye originates. The only inquiry leading to self-realization 
is seeking the source of the I with interned mind and without uttering the word I. Meditation on I am not this, I am that may be an aid to the inquiry but it cannot be the inquiry. If one inquires, who am I, within the mind, the individual I falls down, abashed, as soon as one reaches the heart, and immediately reality manifests itself spontaneously as I, I. Although it reveals itself as I, it is not the ego, but the perfect being, the absolute self. For one who is immersed in the bliss of the self, arising from the extinction of the ego, what remains to be accomplished? They are not aware of anything as other than the self. Who can apprehend their state? the scriptures proclaim thou art that it is only a sign of weakness of mind to meditate I am that not this because you are eternally that what has to be done is to investigate what one really is and remain that it is ridiculous to say either I have not realized the self or I have realized the self. Are there two selves? For one to be the object of the other's realization? It is a truth within the experience of everyone that there is only one self.
It is due to illusion, born of ignorance, that people fail to recognise that, which is always, and for everybody, the inherent reality dwelling in its natural heart centre and to abide in it. And that instead they argue that it exists or does not exist, that it has form or has not form, or is non-dual or dual. To seek and abide in the reality that is always attained is the only attainment. All other attainments are such as are acquired in dreams. Can they appear real to someone who has woken up from sleep? Can they that are established in the reality and are free from Maya be deluded by them? Only if the thought I am the body occurs. Will the meditation, I am not this, I am that, help one to abide as that? Why should we forever be thinking, I am that? Is it necessary for one to go on thinking, I am a man or I am a woman? Are we not always that? The contention, dualism during practice, non-dualism on attainment is also false. While one is anxiously searching, as well as when one has found oneself, who else is one but the tenth man? As long as one is the doer, they also reap the fruit of their deeds. But as soon as one realises the self through inquiry as to who is the doer, 
their sense of being the doer falls away and the triple karma is ended. This is the state of eternal liberation. so long as one considers oneself bound. Do thoughts of bondage and liberation continue? When one inquires who is bound, the self is realized, eternally attained and eternally free. When thoughts of bondage come to an end, can thought of liberation survive? It is said that liberation is of three kinds, with form or without form, or with and without form. Then let me tell you that the extinction of three forms of liberation is the only true liberation. Mm -hmm. 